Welcome back to episode 92 of the Woman of Marvel podcast, where we assemble to chat all things Marvel and more. This is Judy Stevens, producer. Today, we welcome our first YouTuber to the podcast, Miss Comic Book Girl 19, to chat the new Marvel's Off the Rack TV show, her love of comics, breaking into YouTube, and more. Welcome to the Women of Marvel podcast, where we assemble to talk all things Marvel and more. This is Judy Stevens, producer. And I have one of those exciting guests today. We are talking to the YouTuber, Comic Book Girl 19. Say hi. Hello, everybody. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited to be here talking with you today. Uh, I am Comic Book Girl 19, as I am known on the interwebs. I have a YouTube channel, and I've also recently hosted uh, Off the Rack for Marvel, which was really amazing and such a wonderful experience. And I'm so excited to be talking to you today. We are excited to have you. You're actually one of the first YouTubers that we've ever had on the podcast. We've never uh, stepped into that spectrum on this on this podcast. Well, I'm honored. <laughs> and we're, we're very excited to have you for Marvel's Off the Rack, which is a variety show that's going to be on Verizon's Go 90. Um, it's actually, we're recording this now and it's not out yet, but when this goes live, um, you'll be able to watch episodes um, on Verizon's Go 90 uh, why don't you talk a little bit about what the show's all about? Well, Marvel's Off the Rack is all about introducing new readers to Marvel's all-new, all-different line after their mega event of Secret Wars. And so now everything's different. You know, we've changed kind of the 616 around a lot, and we have a lot of new teams uh, coming up, and all these, all these, everything's new. It's all-new, all-different. So what we've done in this show is each episode is about a new number one issue where we kind of talk about what's been going on in the past, catch readers up with what's going on now to get them ready to dive in if they want to go and start kind of getting involved in comics and go past just watching the movies and start becoming an actual comic book reader as well. I've seen a little bit of it and uh, including the trailer for it. It looks really exciting. And you get, you have like guests, amazing guests for each episode. Oh, yes, I mean, I I still can't believe that I got to interview Method Man, for one. He was, like, <laughs> amazing. I feel like he was my favorite guest, totally, because he is, like, a down-and-dirty Marvel comic book nerd, you know? Like, he knows his stuff. Like, he has been reading, and he was such a delight to talk to. But I've talked to so many different people. Uh, Amy Manson from Once Upon a Time. I couldn't stop looking at her face because it's, like, so perfectly symmetrical. <laughs> um, Ron Funches was hilarious. I mean, he was cracking me. And talking to Billy West was, like, huge for me. Billy West is a voice actor, and he did voices for Ren and Stimpy. Uh, he also does Fry on Futurama. And it was just, I, it was amazing. It was just, it was one of the best experiences getting to meet all these amazing people and talk to them about comic books. And you got some of the Marvel family. You had Clark Gregg and uh, Ann Foley, the costume designer for Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. 
Yes, this was my second time meeting him because I met him at New York Comic Con. I interviewed him there for Marvel's live stream. Uh, so I got to meet him again this time. And he is just such a nice dude. Like, he is as nice as you think that he would be. Like, he's so cool. Uh, and also going to the Marvel Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., like, HQ and seeing all the costuming because I'm a total costume nerd. Like, I love costumes. Like, I'm so into it. Uh, getting to talk to the costumer and see all the stuff is just, it was, I love, like, peeking behind the curtain. I mean, my whole life, like, when I was a little girl, I loved movies and television shows, and I, I love seeing how they do all the amazing things they do on screen. Yeah, and both Clark and Anne are fans of the Marvel Universe, so when you talk to them, it makes the entire, like, meeting them and the experience of that, you're just like, oh, they're fans too, we're all fans together, Oh, absolutely. I mean, and that's, that's the one thing that I love about comics is the community that's around it. And that's kind of why I got into comic books in the first place is, you know, when I was a kid, going to the comic book shop and then, like, talking to your bros about, like, oh, my gosh, can you believe what happened and what went down? It's such, it's such a fun experience to share with other people. And that's, that's really, I think, what comics is about is, I mean, yes, you learn things about yourself through reading them, but you also get to, like, have this little community and like talk about these things and have this other little world that you all care about. Is that why you decided to sort of start talking about comics on YouTube or? You know, the reason I started talking about comic books on YouTube was because my creative partner, Tyson, who directs the show, uh, he is an amazingly talented videographer and he was making all these short films. And I was like, hey man, why don't we just like, get me drunk on the couch and talk about X-Men, you know, because I think that, like, there might be something there. And I had never been on camera before. I'm not camera trained. I was working as a tattoo artist for five years, you know, but I do like to talk, obviously. I'm good at talking. <laughs> so uh, so he, he sat me down, and we we did it, and we put it out there on the Internet, and people, like, people responded to it. And four years later, it's become a full-time job for us. And I found kind of my 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 career, I guess, as it was. And I never, growing up, I never thought to myself, oh, I'm going to get to talk about comics for a living. Like, it just kind of accidentally happened, and it's the best accident of all time. Uh, it's, a, it's amazing. It's such a rush. I, I still can't even believe it. I'm grateful, like, every single day. And you hit on so many different topics on nerddom. Like, it's kind of amazing. I was serving through your YouTube earlier today, and you, like, you talk about, like, obviously Marvel, and you hit the other company, but you also talk about, like, Hunger Games, and, you know, you do reviews for, like, the Star Wars makeup, and it's so refreshing to sort of see such a wide variety of sort of reviews, and just hear you talk about, like, what you think more than just, like, some, like, foo-foo reviewer is thinking about, like, the movie or whatever. Yeah, I mean... (laughs) Unfortunately or fortunately, I have a lot of opinions about a lot of things. Um, and I'm also, I'm an Aquarius. I love everything. Like, I'm const- I'm a sponge. I'm constantly learning. Any, I, I just love everything, especially Frank Herbert's Dune. I talk a lot about that. Uh, Game of Thrones. Fictional universes in general are just something that I've always been really interested in and something that I'm, I I remember for some reason, like I don't remember people's names that I meet like in real life, but like for some reason I remember like all this crazy stuff about 
fictional universes in general. Um, and, you know, another thing, another reason why I wanted to get into all of this was because, you know, as a girl, I kept seeing, you know, other girls on different programming who obviously didn't have a love or a passion for these things and they were just reading off of a teleprompter. And, like, I felt like, you know, everyone deserved better than that. I felt like I deserved better than that. I want to see someone up there talking about comic books and movies and all these things that, like, that, that really care about them. And that, like, that, that makes the difference, in my opinion. And so I felt like if nobody else is going to do it, I guess I have to do it. <laughs> That's that's such a great point because you know it's it's always the topic we talk about it here we you know everyone's talking about it on the internet like the fact that there aren't like girls that like that read comics or like nerd things but that's so not true we're we are definitely here and having someone you know like you who's you know out out there loud and proud makes for more you know, younger fans out there who really do like comics to be able to talk about them. Oh, man. I mean, mutant and proud. And you know what? Right now, like, you know, when I got into it, it wasn't quite as girl-friendly, but I was a tomboy growing up. Like, and I'm honestly, I'm like half man, half woman. I'm like a two-spirit, okay? Like, I like both, like, things. Like, I like makeup and X-Men, you know? It's like one of those deals. And when I saw that X-Men cartoon in the 90s, that just, it changed my life. Like, that stupid cartoon changed my life you know it taught me all these valuable lessons and that's when I started like hanging out at the the shops and and being a little shop rat kid and taking comic book drawing classes at the comic book shop I was really lucky because my comic book shop uh growing up called comic corner is no longer there uh they were really cool they had all an anime club that I got into I mean I also like anime uh I'm 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 into all all storytelling. I just love stories. You know, I, I think that the comic book store is such an interesting point because a lot of people who grew up in comics or grew up with the, with the nerddoms, obviously we, re- we remember the TV shows and the movies because that's definitely also where, like, I fell in love with my certain aspects was watching, you know, Saturday morning cartoons or, you know, in the afternoon when I got home from school. But I never had a comic book store to sort of go to. So I think that's why I didn't start reading until I was in college uh, mm-hmm. And it was through anime and manga that I actually really found the comic love. Um... Girl! <laughs> <laughs> you know, this is something that I had always said, because growing up, you know, I did, like, I was in superhero thing, and I, you know, I did the Marvel DC thing, DC thing in the 90s a little bit, but I also found the independent comics. And that was another thing, like, Johnny Homicidal Maniac, you know, it was a huge thing for me when I found it from, um... But not Dark Horse comics. From Slave Labor Comics, um, that was like, I started finding all these weird comics. Like, superheroes got me to the comic book shop, but then I started finding all this other stuff that I liked even better, you know? And so when I was growing up, you know, I kept hearing the debate about girls don't like superhero comics and girls don't like comics in general. And I was like, if you build it, they will come, you know? And then when the anime thing hit in the U.S. and then manga became available... Guess what? Every girl I know was reading comics because the Japanese make comics for girls. They're called shoujo comics. You know, they have shonen comics for boys and shoujo comics for girls, and girls will read them. And it was always crazy to me that the industry was always telling me that girls don't like comics when it's like, no, like you just have to write a comic that a girl wants to read, and then she'll come and read it. It's not hard. It's not rocket science, guys. 
Yeah, I think that, you know, obviously through the Internet and like through communities like Caracor and all that stuff, you know, the comic book companies, including Marvel, you know, we've we've upped our ante. We now have 20 female led titles that we're currently printing and it's sort yeah. of mind boggling <laughs> how many we have. I know, like, I'm so excited, like, I'm so excited for Marvel to be doing this, like, because, I mean, it wasn't, but maybe, maybe five years ago, like, they had only one female-led title, I believe, and it was, like, X-23, and then that was gone, and then they literally had zero female-led titles, and to go from that and to now and seeing, like, I mean, it's crazy to me. It's amazing. I'm so excited. And I'm so excited that they're making the effort for girls because girls do want to get involved. I mean, you go to these cons and you see them and they're cosplaying, you know? It's like they're Miss Marvel, you know? They're Elektra. Like, they are Scarlet Witch. Like, it, it's just, it, it makes my heart feel really happy that, you know, the, the inclusivity is happening now because it doesn't just have to be one thing. You can still have your comics that are more hardcore and more geared towards, you know, masculine stuff, but they don't all have to be like that because it is just storytelling. Movies aren't just one way. There's different genres for everybody, and that's how, you know, superheroes should be too. Yeah, and it doesn't mean that, like, girls can't like masculinity comics and boys can't like, you know, fluffy girl comics. I, you know, Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Every guy I know loves Miss Marvel. Not to say that it's a girl comic, but it is something that's written, you know, by women, kind of for women. And, like, my male friends absolutely love it. They absolutely love it. Well, I will certainly let Sana, who is the editor of the book, know uh, because that is sort of, you know, that sort of seeing Miss Marvel like grow and explode into this entity. And and it's just it's so amazing because it's such a great we are in like a changing moment. We're in like the moment where comics are becoming part of the mainstream media. And that's really exciting. It's, it's exciting. And it's also a little terrifying, though. I mean, I will say there you, I do have that like it was my thing and now you have to share, you know, like I can't lie, but I try to fight against that instinct. I try to fight against that instinct, you know, because you have to, I I believe in evolution, you know, and I mean, this is just like a natural evolution and that's a good thing. Do you, as you, as you've read most of the all new, all different, do you have a book that's your favorite to read? I would say personally, I love, the Doctor Strange comic by Jason Aaron. I think that that is my super number one favorite. Uh, I, I just love Jason, like anywhere Jason Aaron is, like I will go read whatever title. But personally for me, I love magic. I love the idea of magic. I believe in magic. Like I, uh, I read tarot cards, okay? Like I love it. And seeing him have his own title for the first time I mean, he's only been in team books for a long time, and I've never really gotten to know him because he hasn't had his own title. And I'm kind of excited for the fact that you do have the movie coming out, which has, you know, so Marvel's like, well, since the movie's coming out, we should have a comic for him, too. And I'm so happy for it, and I'm so excited they put Jason Aaron on it because it is just, it's it's really, like, knocks my socks off. Yeah, he's a phenomenal writer. I mean, seeing his work on Thor... Um, on the previous series, like, you know, what what he's been doing within the Marvel Universe has been amazing. 
Oh, my gosh. I mean, his run on X-Men, Wolverine and the X-Men. I mean, I'm still sad that he's not doing Wolverine and the X-Men because, like, that was my book. Like, I loved that book so much, you know. Um, but, you know, that's, that's what comics are. And that's another funny thing about comic books is how, like, you know, they do go in and out and your writers leave. And, like, you know, sometimes your other team kind of, okay, you, you got to go somewhere else for a little while, and then they'll get it back, you know, and then you got to go back when they get it back. And <laughs> it's, it's so <laughs> wild. It's such a wild thing, comic books, like a living continuity. Like, it's such a beast. It's so interesting to watch it evolve over time and change. Yeah, I, I think that that's what drew me to the, to, the, to, to the Marvel Universe to begin with. I mean, it's it's so mind-boggling, like, it's so large and there's so much going on. There's so many characters and where do you start? But once you start nibbling at it you and you learn more and more about all the un- unique characters and diversity, it's almost like you can't stop learning about it. Absolutely. And I have a lot of people online who constantly ask me, like, I want to get into comics, but how do I get into comics? It's very intimidating. And I understand that it's intimidating, but you just kind of jump in that pool, you know, like just jump in that pool and have fun. And you know what? People nowadays, I didn't have Wikipedia when I got into comics, okay? Like, now, you have a question, just go on Wikipedia. You can, like, you can generally find whatever information you're missing from, like, Wikia or Wikipedia. And they also have those, um, just getting one of those Marvel um, encyclopedias and just having it on your coffee table. Like, I love just going through it and reading about a character and just, it's, but I love characters is another thing. It's just really excited about characters. So learning about them is always, like, always fun for me. Well, I think what's great now for, for, for young readers and new readers is that, you know, you can read everything online. You can, you know, we have the Marvel Unlimited Plus library, and Marvel Unlimited yeah. has over something like 17,000, 18,000 comics. So you can read the pretty much, like, our main backlog um, our back archive without ever leaving your bed. Like literally mm-hmm. you can just log in and read and read and read some more. Like, yeah. And, and that's another beautiful thing. And people have been reaching out to me on Twitter telling me that they've discovered this thing as well, and that they're going back and reading these comics. And that's something else I want to encourage the people too is say like, okay, so say the team that you're interested in isn't their storylines right now are interesting you. You can go on there and read something from, like, the 80s and get into it, or the 70s, or the 90s. Oh, you know, I mean, there's so much stuff you can go back and read. And it's not necessarily, for me, all about going and reading the new, new thing. I love going back and, and like, getting to know the old stuff, too. Like I, But I like it all. I'm one of those people. Like, I love everything. So that's, it may not work for everybody, but, like, don't discount the older stuff. Like, that's where the magic is. I feel like Claremont's run in the 80s on the X-Men is just absolutely transcendent. Like, that guy was running on all cylinders and he was creating some of the best storylines that had, that unfolded years in the making. I mean, there were storylines that were happening years in the making because one guy was kind of like being the, not, he wasn't, it wasn't just him, editors and other people as well, but he was kind of the driving focus of it. And like, man, like, what a hot time that was like what a wonderful moment in time for the X-Men and you can read it all in like one day you don't have to wait like everyone had to wait in the 80s 
classic moments and especially like the because the art is so different in that period of time there are some like panels where you're just like yeah that was drawn in the 80s i'm okay with that it's amazing <laughs> oh man i i love love the way the 80s and the 90s generally stuff looks i mean i love that flat coloring look before gradients were like thrown around everywhere i love the simplicity of it mark silvestri it, when he was doing the X-Men, I mean, I just love the way he drew the X-Men. Like, he just, uh, I love the way he draws Dazzler. Like, I'm such a big fan of Sylvestri doing the X-Men in the 80s. Like, uh, John Byrne. I mean, there's just so many amazing artists. Like, uh, I love going, and also, I'm an artist, too. So, I'm all about art as well as story. And that's another reason why I love comics, is because you get both. And, like, dang, like, there's just... They just—they inspired me to draw and want to pick up a pencil, you know? I mean, I was drawing as soon as I could pick up a pencil, and I still draw today, and they're so inspiring to just to see them work. Yeah, agreed. I can't draw, so I give props to you guys who can draw. <laughs> I can take photos, which is the opposite of drawing. <laughs> hey, man. Art is art, you know, just do, do something. I feel like everybody should pursue some creative thing no matter what it is, you know. It's like cooking is creative, drawing is creative, photos are creative, all of it. Agreed. So for those listening at home who's who probably haven't checked out your YouTube channel, can you sort of give a summarize of, like, what, 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 what they can expect each week? Yes. Uh, we put out weekly-ish videos. We try our hardest. Uh, we are two people, so uh, we're not like a majorly funded production situation going on. We're very homegrown, so we're always doing our best. The Comic Book Girl 19 show on YouTube, uh, we do weekly-ish videos and try to talk about comics, movies, sci-fi, whatever. Like, I've done a lot of Game of Thrones stuff in the past. Um, just kind of whatever I'm really excited about is what like, we talk about, generally speaking. Or also, you know, cultural phenomenons and things that are happening like that. For example, you know, recently there was that crazy Ghostbusters trailer that hit that everybody booed on and, like, rained hate on. And so I did a whole video talking about that and my thoughts and feelings on why people are hating it and what it means for the industry and all these sorts of stuff. So... My channel is go, kind of goes a little bit past just reviewing and, and more almost into columnist editorial sometimes. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's, it's, also, it's also last year we created two hour-long documentaries about the X-Men, Epic History X-Men Volume 1 and 2. And currently we're working on Epic History X-Men Volume 3, which should be out this springtime summer. We're working really hard. It's one of those, like, it's, the difficult birth, like all great things. 
So I hope everyone's patient out there. Uh, it's, it'll hit, and it'll be all about the Dark Phoenix. So I'm so excited to get into my Dark Phoenix discussions. There are so many things to be said. Oh, that's a great topic. I can't, I can't oh, wait I, to see I, that. I'm going to be talking about, like, the shadow self and, like, why Gene goes bad and, like, you know, talk about... I don't, I don't want to spoil anything. I don't want to spoil anything for myself. But there's, there's a lot of stuff in there that's going to be really interesting that I'm really excited to share with the Internet. <laughs> Great. Well, uh, for those who are on the YouTubes, make sure you go and check her out. And if you're not, I don't know what you guys are missing. If you like comics and you like... Uh, nerd things, you should definitely be ch- checking out her channel. Yes. Yes, you should because I like to talk about stuff. And you know, you may not agree with me, and that's totally cool, but at least we'll all have a fun time chatting, you know? Exactly. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's like, okay, it, this is kind of like, if you don't have a comic book store to go to, and you don't have that person to argue with that sells you comic books, you know, like, I can kind of be that person for you. <laughs> <laughs> Go home and yell at your TV. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Get it out. Get it out. You know, like, passion is good no matter where it comes from. <laughs> yeah, and make sure you guys are checking out Marvel's Off the Rack, hosted by our truly comic book girl, 19. Uh, it's available now on Verizon's Go 90. Um, new episodes are out each, each Wednesday, so don't miss it. Check it out. Woohoo! Well, thank you for joining us. This has been an amazing conversation. Oh, thank you so much. Always a pleasure. Thanks again to Comic Book Girl 19 for joining us on the podcast. Tune in each Wednesday on Verizon's Go90 app for all the new episodes of Marvel's Off the Rack featuring host Comic Book Girl 19 with special guests and more. Plus, swing over to Comic Book Girl 19's YouTube channel for all her epic videos. Next week, get ready for another installment of Women of Marvel Reading Guide as we break down the comic series Civil War as we gear up for Civil War 2. Plus, if you're in the Santa Monica area, make sure you stop by Y'all West at the Santa Monica Public Library April 30th at 1 p.m. Pacific for the Women of Marvel panel. Sana and myself will be on a number of panels and signings throughout the weekend, so head over to yallwest.com for all the info. Got a question or topic suggestion? Send them our way to womenof at marvel.com or at marvel hashtag womenofmarvel. Thanks for the rate and review on iTunes. We'll check you guys later. This is Marvel, your universe.